0: Yeah, you're right. I'm editing that out. I figured you would. Reclaimed Audio. Upcycling and making with reclaimed materials. Alright, hey everybody. I'm Bill Lutz. Welcome to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio, where we talk about upcycling, recycling, repurpose, all kinds of good stuff, making it yourself, and I'm here along with... With me, uh, Tim Sway. Uh, We're not actually in the same room. We are
1: actually on opposite coasts and doing this through the magic of the interweb.
0: Who else is here? But I'm sitting on his lap (laughs) cyberly.
2: That was horrible. I'm Phil Pinsky, and I'm not even in the same country as these two weirdos.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so what are we going to talk about today? Um oh we have to say our, uh, thank you now. Uh we started a Patreon page to help us uh support this the expenses of running this and huge thank you to Luis Gonzalez for Thank uh, you
0: Luis
1: for sponsoring us. Um we are super psyched to have you and your enthusiasm on board and uh you're, you're, you're awesome, man. And by the way, your welding table looks awesome, too. I'm a little jealous because I just have a piece of scrap metal on my bench that I weld on.
0: <laughs> How much do we sweet. love this guy? I mean, seriously, he is so supportive in the group. And the uh, he's just so positive, man. We're, we're lucky to have him just as, as somebody to contribute his thoughts and ideas, let alone uh, a Patreon sponsor. I'm, Wow. Just wow.
2: 100%. Yeah. Thank you so much, Luis. It's greatly appreciated. But we are mentioning Luis specifically, but I do want to thank uh, the other Patreon supporters uh, who who are contributing. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, guys.
1: Yes, yes, and we uh, we need more because it turns out that we actually had to up our hosting a little bit because one of the three of us talks too much, so we're using up too much bandwidth or something. I'm I'm not sorry, guys. Yeah, not pointing fingers, Bill. But um, and uh, and the other thing, also, thank you to all the people on iTunes who are leaving comments because that is super helpful. We need more uh, reviews on iTunes. Uh, everybody that has left one, we really appreciate even that one guy that wasn't so nice. But um, please leave reviews on iTunes for us and that will really help us uh, make this
2: continue to grow.
0: I think between the three of us, we must know at least 16, 17 people. So we should get at least 16 or 17 more reviews, people.
2: I'm going to do another call to arms to to uh, my Canadian fellow citizens. Let's get out there and get on iTunes, guys, please. It would really help.
0: Absolutely, and and definitely our group, anybody in the groups listen, review iTunes, review iTunes, review iTunes.
2: Okay, yeah, it doesn't that, even have to be that clever. Just It, it just helps. Anyways, let's move right along.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's enough. we beat that,
1: beat that up a little bit. So uh, what are we working on? Uh, Phil, what are you working on right now?
2: Right now I'm working on, uh, I feel like I've, I've uh, said this ad nauseum, I'm almost sick of hearing about it, but I'm still working on the on the reclaimed Rubo bench.
1: No way, yeah. you're making a Rubo bench?
2: Yeah, I know. It's, uh... <laughs> is, is,
1: is the uh, top like, going to be flat?
2: It, I'm planning on it being flat, it currently is uh, A flat, and <laughs> uh, no, but I'm working on the base right now and that video is going to be out this week, fingers crossed. I probably have another five orders for boxes, those whiskey boxes, on uh, on Etsy. I got one last night and two more this morning, so this is going to be a really, really busy time for me. And that's what I'm working on. But I, I'm I'm trying to get out a couple of little fun projects. One, one little fun one was that I, I needed some lighting in the shop because I found that it was a little dark. So I took a, a, a coffee can and I snipped a hole in the back and I stuck a socket through. I made a stand out of a reclaimed... Palette runner, <laughs> and then and then I turned it into a light then. So, so that it has a CFL floodlight in it, and now it's lighting up, lighting up everything, and it's great. Is that is that Rod Reyes approved? It is. It is. He actually uh, he actually sent me a message, and he was like, super cool, which is you know, which is a great vote of confidence. You know, it's nice. it's basically like uh, what is that UL? If it's UL, it's 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 RR. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was thinking if Rod contacted me, that would be like you know Clint Eastwood walking into my driveway. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome.
2: It's I gotta tell you, it was a good feeling.
1: <laughs> nice. What are you What are you working on, um, uh, Bill? I know you were just welding a few minutes ago.
0: Yes, I was actually. Um, I'm working on my Vance Maker inspired video, oh. so I've got, I've got some welding going on for that. I also have a. Um, I just got a commission for a standing desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody saw a bunch of pictures on Etsy or something and uh, contacted me and said I'd rather pay you and I'm like I'd rather you give me your money so that all worked <laughs> out really well and then I went out, hey, a couple other small projects here and there but the advance maker videos I'm, I'm, once I get started on something it's so fun to just like yes it's so easy to just flow from there you know nice nice. What about you Tim? What do you got going on? Um, I am
1: finishing up that whiskey cabinet I mentioned uh, I've had a couple other little projects going on, and I just started today a um, a dartboard uh, backing for a, a customer. I'd made this dartboard box a bunch of years ago for a really nice guy out on your coast there, Bill, out in uh, Washington State, and, and uh, one of his friends, I guess, asked me to make something for him a little bit different. Um, but uh, he kind of loosely said he wanted to have this to be somewhat like ski-themed, uh, like, or mountain-themed is sort of what he said, which I thought was kind of cool. And he gave me a little bit of artistic freedom, so what I ended up doing is he wanted, like, a Barnwood thing. So I just started it today, and um, I'm not filming it, but um, I just uh, got some Barnwood kind of glued together. I'm going to French cleat it on the wall. It's going to be set up so you can hold the darts on it and the, and the board and stuff. But I'm going to, since he's out in that Washington State area, I'm going to make the top profile of the board sort of like Mount Rainier. Oh, uh, wow. Very so cool. So that's, that's kind of the idea. And he doesn't know that yet, and I, I doubt he listens to the podcast, but I kind of want to surprise him, so... We're just not going to advertise the podcast in his circle this week, and then we'll go global.
0: I was going to say, just put, a, just put a leaflet when you ship it to him that has our uh, uh, website information on it.
2: Okay, let's go do a, oh, that's right.
0: We
1: have a website now, don't we? ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Right.
2: We're the big time now, boys. That's how it goes. <laughs> Why don't we get right into our uh, topic for this week's episode, which is, uh, this one's Tim's, and it was Gifts for the Holidays.
1: Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, as we all know, uh, Black Friday just happened, and uh, I, I think if you guys don't know my, my feelings on that,
0: you can go to my YouTube channel and you'll figure that out pretty quick. And, well, um, you want us to just make sure we shop wisely? Is that what it was? or
2: Walmart, you said, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't what I said at all. Okay. Um, well, my, you know,
1: I, I feel like there's this ex- excessive consumerism um, that, that goes on, and one of the things I think a lot of makers struggle with, is there a place in that? Because I think that anybody that makes stuff is probably somewhat aware of A, crap, because they bought it and used it, you know, and B, the excessive amount of crap, like Bill's yard as he showed and just posted a video a few days ago of all the crap he has in his yard, of all this just stuff.
0: and uh, Never once
1: did I mention the word excessive. No, that's inventory. (laughs) That's inventory. <laughs> That's right. Well, it is because guys like us try and turn this stuff into other stuff, and people that listen to this podcast will try to do the same thing. So here it is. Here's this perfect opportunity when this the world gets just focused on commercial purchasing for us to go out and shine and and, and do our thing and make thoughtful and meaningful uh, gifts out of reclaimed materials. So I thought we could maybe discuss some, some gift ideas and not... Not just like, you know, um, I mean, I have a, a list of things that I've made and that I could make, and I'm sure we all think about these things, uh, you know, that, that we could make, um, you know, like uh, like those, ba- for a bunch of years I was making those balancing wine bottle holders and I'd sell these things on Etsy for about 10 bucks a pop, and that that's great, you know, but I wanted to see if it's, with all these, the three of us together, we could kind of put our heads together and find some other types of things, uh, and also see what maybe we're working on that we can talk about publicly without ruining a surprise for someone, you know? <laughs>
0: You know, there's a, there's another purpose to this. Um, one of my YouTube heroes, and, and if anybody hasn't heard this before, they I'm sure they already know, but Tim Sway, the <laughs> guy that really got me. I'm serious. You, you got me into this whole thing. I mean, I'm here now because mostly because of you. And one of the things that you can also do with this whole gift-making idea during the, the seasons is spend some time with your kid in the shop. I mean, your your video, dude, the Vance Maker video, the last one, holy smokes, it was just beyond amazing, but what an opportunity to get out in the shop with your kids and help them create gifts that they can give out as well, something that they made with their hands, and, you know, not that I have any, I'm going to bring my cats out and show them how to weld, (laughs) I don't have any kids, but um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, so that's, not only is it just for us to make and give away, but maybe an opportunity to spend some time in the shop with, with family or children, or my wife.
2: For sure. Yeah. I think it's an interesting point that you bring up, and it's not just the physical item that we're making, but also almost like Tim's whole teaching, inspiration, philosophy thing of rather than consuming, buying something that was made by foreign workers somewhere else, sold here at a huge markup, we make it ourselves, and we educate people about the, and friends and family about the fact that you can make things here, the manufacturing can be here and that we can give much more personal gifts that mean something to both the giver and the receiver.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and one of the things, like, I know that every year, and, and I've been I've been preaching this stuff for a long time, and, you know, and everybody's like, oh, I don't know what to get him. It's like, well, don't get me anything. I don't really need anything, you know, but that's not good enough for some people. Everybody wants to give something. So what I would rather see is you make something. and I, You know, it, it could be make a card you know, out of paper, like, <laughs> give me a card that you made that says, hey, I was thinking of when I spent an hour making this card instead of spending tw- $20 or whatever the, the, the number of, the, the value of your friendship range and gift prices <laughs> is, you know, because we all kind of have that in our head, like, oh, it's like a $50 friend or whatever. No, it's, it, it shouldn't be about that, man. It's, it should be about, you know, the, the love and the caring. And then the other thing is, now, us as makers, are we going to contribute to the glut of useless products, or are we going to make stuff that actually is special and is meaningful and is useful? Um, so that's something that I was thought maybe we could discuss together or some things. Like, um, like you know, you, uh, Phil, you make those whiskey boxes, <clears throat> and I, I one of the things I think, like, I know in my house, you know, I, I have two kids and my wife, and we have stuff, and, you know, even, even I have way too much stuff, you know, and uh, boxes always come in handy. That's like, a, that's the kind of gift, like, maybe woodworkers are like, oh, the box is the first thing you build, whatever, but a box is something any, everybody can always use. Um, yeah, and you,
0: and you can personalize it too easily by putting somebody's name on it or Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or whatever. I mean, some kind of a little message on there's an easy way to take a simple box and make it personalized. Exactly, exactly, like that's something, you know, just, you know,
1: spending a little time, you know, you wanted to practice with your Dremel tool and hand carving or something, or you got a, you bought a new wood burner kit you want to experiment with and get better with, well, here's your opportunity. Make a box, burn the person's name into it, and there's a there's a great grip that's so much better than anything you're going to buy at a store.
2: I agree, look, I mean, the, one of the first boxes I ever made, it holds all of our remote controls. It, <laughs> it's, it's just an open box, no lid, and... And I was playing with stain. That's what I was doing. And, and I got it to match sort of the rug couch thing. So I was like, oh, that could go in here. And I was like, oh, it fits the, all the remotes. Let's just dump them in here. Yeah, I don't think there's any shortage of, of needing organization anywhere. So 100%
1: personalized, either with actual words or a design or color. And you, you make another good point, too, about, and this is something I subconsciously have been doing, and I sort of realized today, is the, um, it's a good time to experiment you know, if you want to experiment with standing or experiment with some new technique. Um, so if you, you know, you make, a, you want to do a dovetail joint, make a box of dovetails. You've never done it before. You make this box and they kind of come out crappy and you give it to someone. But you can say, like, this is the first dovetail joint I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it's not the best dovetail joint, but you know how many hours I spent making this for you And I was, thinking, you know, it was with love and with caring and compassion that I made this for you. Um, and, I mean, that's, like, you know, Phil, you have kids. You know how awesome it is when your kid hands you something they made and it, it's like, oh, look, it's this, and you're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it's so special. Like, we can do
0: that as adults, too. So for what sure. are the odds now that Tim is going to get an onslaught of dovetail first-made, handmade boxes <laughs> from every maker we know in the mail? <laughs> I, I, I know I could use them. There's always there's always
1: need for a box. <laughs>
2: yeah, especially first-edition collector items dovetail boxes
1: yes yeah and all stained like different colors and you know oh, just coffee stains and stuff you know homemade dyes that'd be awesome I would love that
0: <laughs> so, so why don't we why don't we get into it let's start slapping out some actual gift ideas I mean some things that we can make you know Phil obviously you're the master maker of boxes uh, what else is something that somebody could go out grab some scraps or whatever and, and come up with
2: well, I have a few ideas, and, and these aren't really ideas because I've done them before. Um, I had a couple of co-workers <clears throat> that wanted some, some iPad stands, so I made these these. IP- I think I made a video about it. I think it was my second video, and it's just basically uh, some wood that ended up being glued together, and then I cut a dado at, I don't know, a seven-degree angle, and then the iPad just stands in it, and I personalized it. I don't think I did a very good job on it because I only learned that uh, the toner transfer met- method later. And I wish I could just go back and do that because that came out way better. Uh, but that's a good one. Every I think a lot of people have iPads. Um, a lot of people cook in the kitchen, and it's a great way to hold it up at, at the perfect angle for for standing up. This coworker who uh, wanted it, or boyfriend or fiance, used to like to lie down on his back and then have the iPad on his stomach. But because he used one of those massive OtterBox cases, because I think he worked for the Canadian government, so it's really heavy. So he needed a little stand for it, and this thing worked out really well for him. I made smaller versions uh, for the iPhone. Well, any phone, really. I called it iPhone because that's the best way to market a product, but yeah. it's any phone, and uh, and there's, like, a little hole that goes through it for the charge cable so it could just sit there, and I have one sitting on my own desk. But I made it out of uh, reclaimed oak runners. So They've got, like, nail holes in them, and I stained them ebony, and they came out really, really well. Um, I actually try to look for the nail holes when I do it. If it's too nice, I, I, I don't want it. It doesn't have the same character or the same story. Those are two. And another one that I did was a uh, an, an iPad holder for a back seat of the car. So I, I built it oh, for yeah, my I son went on a yeah. Yeah, we, we took him on a on a road trip. We went to Toronto to visit my brother in law and uh, and that kept him going for for the six hour drive. And, and I got a couple of trolls about a couple of safety trolls about it saying how like if there was ever a car accident you know it, it, you could get hurt but I was like this thing's tethered there's a,
0: how many things are in your car are not tethered that could go flying around so how many trolls make any sense anyway so if it's a good thing that they're probably not going to have those flying deadly objects in their car but I think the rest of us will be okay
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, it was my first taste of trolling and I really I didn't really expect it. I was like, What's how would you have a negative attitude? I I don't know, I guess I just really wasn't expecting it. Nobody had done that to me on any of my videos before, but this one got some of that and I'm like, Well, that's weird.
0: Well I certainly would never never try and troll you, Phil. And and I was gonna tell everybody Till <laughs> is off, uh, Phil has offered to uh, have a class this Saturday for anybody who's interested to come over to his garage. He's gonna help everybody make boxes and mm-hmm. holders. But you have to come from uh, the southern half of the United States because you got to, you know, you just try. Let's make it worthwhile.
2: 100. percent Let's do that. That'd be great. It'd be great. Cool.
1: You know, and you make you make some good points too with some of these types of products. Like, there's a lot of a lot of uh, you know, Etsy, uh, all these i products, you know, are big. And the and the there's something very nice about having the the wood, you know, and that, that sort of natural feel next to the very modern like aesthetic of the, the iPhone. But those are also like Prime examples of things that are made of plastic that are cluttering up stores and holiday shopping, like the things that go in the back of your car seat, like you're describing. These are all the types of things that that are getting bought and breaking and getting thrown away and then getting bought again. Um, those are good examples of products that you can make someone uh, give them as gifts that they will get used for a long time and they will become, you know, a, a special thing instead of a instead of just a throwaway thing. And uh, and I like, you know, like like uh, Bill was saying about, you know, personalizing them if they're going to be gifts. Why not put initials Great. in them?
0: You know. Actually, all of those ideas feel they're very relevant for today. I mean, it's mm. just seriously relevant for today. That's those are great ideas. Well,
2: I can tell you that um, you know I'm a maker uh, by night, but by day I'm in marketing and I work for a home decor company. So when you said things like mixing the materials, that's like the hottest trend right now in in like homes is things like wood and metal, wood and glass. Mm. Uh, you know, all these things that are these worlds sort of colliding. Coming together are what's really, really trendy. So us as makers, we happen to be at this convergence of what's really, really trendy. So I know a lot of people have said things like Etsy isn't really doing well for them. you know what then you've got to find your product because it sells it well it will sell that marketplace has a ton of people on it. you know you just got to find your thing. but for today's episode, I would say use Etsy as, as ideas. Use Pinterest as ideas. There are millions of gifts you could be making, and, and I think that the best thing about making a gift for someone is, is that it says, I care, I know what you're into, I know what you like, and I'm making something to go along with your lifestyle. And I think that's way more impactful than, Ugh, I couldn't think of what you like, so I just spent a bunch of money on you.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or, or the uh, ever-popular nowadays, too, is gift cards. I, flip yeah. and hate. I hate them. I hate gift cards. <laughs> just, I'm, not mean, <laughs> I'm not real big at <laughs> the whole gift exchange thing anyway. I mean, just close people to me, but it's like when you get a random card from somebody and it's got a gift card in it, it's like, well, you were standing in line at Starbucks, weren't you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, thought of me.
2: <laughs> Isn't it just a polite way of giving cash? Yes. But restricting where you could spend it?
1: Yeah, uh, it's the lame way of giving cash. <laughs> right, because giving again. cash is good. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Seinfeld episode. What are you, my uncle?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, um talk about these iP- iPad stands, and the, one of the things I've seen uh, buzzing around right now, too, that I've been thinking about, I wouldn't mind experimenting with, ah. is the um, the passive uh, speaker. The, mm. you know, you basically, you make the same stand, but you make it as a hollow box with a sound portal, and it'll actually naturally amplify the the sound of the speaker that's built into your iPad or your iPad device, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool I was like kinda like oh that, that might be something to to mess around I with. I definitely
2: want to tackle that. That looks really really yeah. cool. Somebody in the uh, somebody in the group made one out of turned plywood but he made it look like each it had two speakers coming out Oh and, I saw that. looked like a gramophone.
0: Yeah that was beautiful.
2: That was Mark. That was stunning. I was like whoa that's, that's next Mark. level kid. I
0: can't, I can't remember his last name but that was Mark um oh god it's just amazing. It was so, it was so cool. We're gonna to have to find a picture of that and leave it in the show notes. Yeah, my,
1: yeah I, like, somebody once. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I know totally. I was just like, I was like, whoa,
1: <laughs> what am I doing with my life? You know.
2: <laughs> no. He makes a bunch of stuff. What about you, Tim? What are some of, some great gifts that you've done or that you have ideas for?
1: Um. Okay. Well, you know, I. Like I was I was mentioning like you know these like wine bottle holders and those are cool I guess whatever but I don't really feel they're necessarily useful Well what I liked about them was that they were like pieces of wood that were had almost no real use anymore they're just small cutoffs and broken pieces, um, you know one thing I was thinking about because I like to make things that are useful that's just sort of more decorative um but the one thing uh, I made uh, for my my wife recently I made a spoon and out uh, of wood you know like a serving spoon and I before last year I think I made her a uh, a, like a spatula and a spoon um, out of some maple I had or something. And, um, and I, and I kind of enjoyed that. And, that, and then um, Mr. Decent there has been posting pictures of some really nice spoons that he made. Um, and uh, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, there's something that's, that's kind of useful and could be fun and artistic and personal. Um, then, of course, there's the cutting boards. <laughs> you know? It's all in the kitchen, right? You know, that, that's something that people can make. But um, what I'm hoping to do with this show is see if we can find some other things that are... You know, these are not necessarily revolutionary ideas. Um, one thing I was thinking about was actually making art. And now, that doesn't fit my criteria of being functional necessarily, but I've made these a couple times, and, and anybody that ever uses a table saw knows what I'm talking about. When you rip on the table saw, you have all these little thin strips of wood left over. Mm-hmm. Um, making a very simple frame and gluing those pieces of wood to it, like all your scrap pieces. I mean, this is like total trash now, right? I use it for kindling, you know. But sometimes I save it, and I make these little art things where I just put different lengths and widths of these cutoffs together onto a frame to hang on the wall. Um, I I could find a picture, you know, and put it on the page. I could send you a picture of one. Uh, There's there's a project that's kind of fun and and really unique and special. You can make it at any size you want. If you know your friends have this, like, kind of grand for you, you can make a 3-foot-long one. You can make an 18-inch one. Um, and it's just like, instead of putting up like, some, like, kind of, you know, store-bought painting or something, or, you know, it's just an interesting piece of art. It adds that texture of that, that mixing the wood against your, your sheetrock wall. and um, So that was something that I thought would be a nice project, that everybody's got that stuff laying around that has a wood shop, and they don't know what to do with it or, you know.
2: Let me, let me just uh, interject real quick, because I mentioned home decor before, but actually, pallet wood art is frickin' on fire right now. Yeah. Like, All kinds of things, like uh, creating, just, I guess, laminating a bunch of boards so that they're the size of a canvas. People cut them out into the different state size, like different U.S. states. Yeah, People cut them out into uh, sports teams. But what we do is we have actual artists in our our studio. There's uh, 12 to 15 artists that are painting all day long and they use that as the canvas, and then they paint on it or they'll put, like, antlers on it. So also super, super trendy is this stuff. So if you wanted to... You could make pallet wood art, and that is that is a phenomenal gift for anybody.
0: Doing that with some simple patterns, doing a herringbone pattern or a chevron or something too, is always easy and fun. And mm-hmm. that's true. Kind of yeah, what you know, my that's exactly right.
1: I mean, you could do all, all your little pieces of scrap wood. You could just put them together in all sorts of different, even random patterns and stuff that you know it's fun to do. Uh, I definitely like the idea of painting or again stenciling and burning because basically you could be making just some like really kick butt like you know placards with names on it and stuff like like house signs and address signs, all that type of stuff. Making it out of reclaimed material and making something really special and unique that's beyond just the guy went to Home Depot and bought a you know one by six board you know, you know cards his name in it you know let's do you know do something really special with it
2: yeah that lets you do exactly what bill said earlier which was you know maybe you as the as the father maker uh, you know you, you you make the canvas which is you know the series of boards into into one bigger board and then you get the kid into the shop with some acrylic paint and you know let mm. him go to town on it
1: yeah that's a really good idea I've had him paint some stuff before that I've, I've made you know just kind of for fun that's a really good idea uh, you know, actually, for your workshop with your workshop's name, that could be an actual product line you could be working on there. Jacob, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> that might be, I think you just thought of your own idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe um, so.
1: I, I, and I want to hear, hear what Bill has to say, but I have one more thing I wanted to say before I forgot was uh, <laughs> um, there's this negative uh, cloud around the term regifting. And I want to lift that cloud. I want to say, if someone bought you something that you don't like, and you can think of someone else to give it to, instead of just putting it away in a box that someone made that you do like and forgetting about it or throwing it away or whatever, re-gift it. Re-gift it with pride. Say, you know what? Hey, here's a gift I got, and I thought of you. And then instead of it, because people are like, oh, you can't re-gift because it's bad. It's like, no, well, here I went to a store, and I didn't know what to buy, so I bought this for you. Which is better, saying that or saying, "Here's a gift someone gave me that I thought you should have more." Re-gifted. Well,
2: you're you're doing it the classy way. You're you're being upfront with the fact that you're re-gifting. Most people just give the gift and try to pass it off. That's where there's the negative stigma.
1: Yeah, so, so, well, I know, so, but, but I'm trying
0: to lift that. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're doing it the right way. That's the way to do it.
0: Yeah, just, let's see. Go ahead. There's a, there's a safety issue we got to remember here, though. Try not to re-gift it back to the person who gave it to you. <laughs> oh, nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: This, this reminded me of you. It's like, yeah, because I gave it to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good point, Bill. <laughs> you have
1: to, you have to be organized to be able to, to do this. But I just, I just want to like lift that cloud. Like, oh, they gave me this sweater that I don't like and it doesn't fit, so I'm just going to pretend I like it and not, you know, no, get it, get it back in use. I mean, find someone that is going to use it, you
2: know. Or, worst case, if you have no friends, give it to charity. Someone who could really use it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And if you have, well, you have no friends, you probably don't have a lot of gifts coming in. So, yeah, uh, I was
0: gonna say, if you have no friends, you won't have that
2: <laughs> Corporate kickback? I don't know. One
0: dollar for charity in there.
1: Yeah. All right, Bill. I want to hear what you got on your mind there.
0: Oh man, I got a lot of stuff on my mind, but particularly to what we're talking about. Um, you know, I, this this time of year is kind of fun. It doesn't matter what you actually celebrate, but one one of the things that you can do is make. Um, Ornaments of some kind or decoration, and a fun one that I've done with my nieces and nephews a hundred years ago when they were little tiny kids is you get a wire coat hanger, and you put a pair of you you cut it as the adult cut it up in some lengths. Put a pair of pliers in their hand and have them bend it into a Christmas tree shape, just even a triangle or a star or a snowflake. Spray paint it bright red. Put some fishing line on it, and you've got an ornament. Um, Little ideas like that. Uh, another fun one for for the kids that I've made a few of is um, a tic tac toe board where you can mm. get on the bandsaw, cut out the X's and the O's. Um, you know, either just paint uh, the, the the board itself, or you can get crazy and laminate it together, kind of like a cutting board. No, relax him. We're not. You don't have to do a cutting board. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of good ideas. I mean, just just. Um, you know simple things that you can give people like i said a gift idea um how many people out there are making chairs right now these really cool simple adirondack style chairs simplify that even more make it out of some pallet wood for the patio you know mm. put it out there i mean there's there's just so much stuff out there to do but the idea of, of uh, an ornament or a decoration you give somebody they're going to put it out every year every year at the there whatever they celebrate that time of year is going to come out you know I, I remember my grandma had a uh ornaments as every year as we grew up that was one of our traditions we give grandma an ornament with our picture on it you know and then every year she'd hang it up and ended up being a tree full of uh, all the grandkids picture ornaments that we made you know oh, wow. Yeah. that's really cool.
1: that
0: is cool yeah yeah so it's that this is my two cents I mean you guys are giving me other ideas but it's like there's so much we can go out and make that's that's fairly simple people that are just starting out want to get in the shop um Cut up some boards. Um, play with some metal if you, if you if that you're so inclined, and uh, just make something. Let's let's do it. It's it's fun.
2: 100%. T- Tim, let me ask you something uh, because Bill brought up an interesting one: the tic-tac-toe board that you would cut out, like let's say the O's and the X's. How uh, how young or what's the what's the starting point? Do you think that a kid can start with a scroll saw?
1: <laughs> well, five at
0: least, right?
1: Yeah, apparently five is a pretty good age for the scroll saw. Um, you know, when I just did the video, uh, the, the lathe video, five's a little young for a lathe. I was a little nervous through that one, but, um, the scroll saw is a pretty safe tool and, um, yeah. I've had Vance use it three times now and, uh, and you know, he does pretty good with it and he understands it. Um, we, I, the video is very similar to the one I just posted today, but he also made a, um, star, uh, to put on the top of our tree. Our, our Charlie Brown, a live tree. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Norfolk pine that someone gave us like eight years ago. We have to bring it in because it will freeze to death in the winter. And so we just decorate it as our tree, you know. But um, the uh, uh, he made the star, and what happened was he was he had never drawn a star before. And so he was having trouble, and it's like, you can't cut it, he can't draw it. And, and so we had to practice, and he got upset, and he was getting frustrated, and we worked through it. And, and so it was almost, like I said, the same as this latest video. So I'm not sure if I'm going to post it or not, but... But, uh, yeah, at five years old, putting them on the, on the scroll saw is, is great. It's a great tool, and it's great for their, I think, that it helps him make the connections while he's learning to draw and to write and to, to cut with scissors and stuff. It's another way of looking at lines and another way of manipulating them. So uh, if you know, have no. a
0: scroll saw, yeah, get your kids out there. Even if you don't want to get out of the shop and use tools, I mean, there's other ways to, to sit down and to make stuff like that. Um, paper towel rolls. Those can be your circles. Cut those out with some scissors. Um, Popsicle sticks for the X's. I mean, any you know, use your imagination. And uh, again, imagine a little kid giving his cousin, a five-year-old kid giving his five-year-old cousin a tic-tac-toe game that he made. That you can they can sit down and play together. So
1: mm. yeah, super cool. You know, um, the uh, I, I had a couple things I wanted to say too. I remembered well. One is picture frames. Uh, there's something that kind of like boxes. Like nobody can ever have too many picture frames, really. Uh, nice ones, quality ones, and I don't know. Like I know, we have picture frames around from pictures that have been given to us or whatever. Blah blah blah. Half these frames fall apart in a couple weeks. You know, mm. they're just they're just Brad nailed together and and uh you know. So quality picture frames, you know, is is something that again, it's not super exciting, but it's something you can give. And then the other thing too, because I'm always like you know, I'm always looking for ways to find uses for all these little pieces of things left over. Um, if you are making something out of a $300 piece of walnut, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, you know, there's all those little cutoffs that you get, the little one-inch, two-inch off the end or whatever. Put some gloves on, hit the belt sander, make it a pretty shape, and put it on a string. Make it a necklace, you know. if you have a scroll saw, cut out some shapes and stuff. You know, be artistic and creative with it or, you know, or burn into it. But these, all those little scraps of wood can become beautiful pieces, um, you know, with a little bit of creativity and patience. Uh, and also be money makers. Um, one of the... One one of my bigger Etsy sellers are these uh, ebony piano key necklaces. I had gotten a bunch of organs and pianos, and I saved all the keys because they're real ebony. And all I wow. do is I, I I polish them up. They're like you know like a three inch to half three and a half inches long, like a yeah, less than a half inch wide. I just polish them up and I put a uh, a little eye hook in them and put them on a string, and they they sell for like I sell them for like twenty five bucks all day.
2: That is a great one.
1: Yeah. So, but that can be done. It doesn't have to be piano key. It can be something else. You can you know. It, you just need a slightly artistic guy. You could even inset stuff into it. You could go get some some like gems and jewels and inset them in there. Uh, you know something like that. And, and it's not like some huge. You know, if it doesn't fail, it's like oh, you wasted a little bit of time and a little tiny piece of wood. It's not a big waste type of a product. You know.
2: No, for sure. You know, what you're bringing up a point, and and I think it was almost uh, people ask me, you know, like oh, you 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 make stuff. It's like yes, I make stuff, and and I think I got into it because. I wasn't afraid to make a mistake. I wasn't afraid to break something. I wasn't afraid to you know do something wrong. The contrary, I like to fix things. So I think that sort of a, a philosophy that we all share as makers is that we're not scared to break that egg in order to make that pie, you know, or to whatever it is that you make use eggs for. But you know what I mean? Like we're, <laughs> we're 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 guys who are people, you know, men and women who like to to experiment, to try, to make, to move forward, and to not have that same fear that. You know, air quotes. Normal people have. You know, everyone else is sort of conditioned. If you're if you're giving something or you're doing something, just buy it. Just buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Give it. Give it. Give it. Mm. But I think it's a phenomenal evolution of who we are as makers is to is to reclaim material and to give it back as a new gift. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I have some some stuff I don't really want to talk about because I'm trying to make some gifts right now, of course, because that's you know what I do. Um. And uh, hopefully, you know, I have videos maybe in January after the holiday that I, I can post. But I'm like, again, I always look at this as an opportunity to experiment and try new things. Uh, my poor wife has gotten 10 years of gifts from me of me trying to learn how to do something, you know. And every once in a while, something will be okay, you know. <laughs> Tell to hang on to that
2: stuff for the, uh, for the Tim Sway Museum one day. Yeah,
1: the, the Tim Sway Museum of, of uh, like, Failures with Heart, I think we'll call them. <laughs> 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 but, um, failures yeah, so like, from the heart,
0: here you go. Yeah, failures Ooh,
1: from the heart. So yeah, that's, oh, that's the title of my book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds like a country song.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I'm experimenting with some stuff right now that, you know, some things that I want to learn how to make with and work with and stuff, and uh, hopefully knock on my wood desk here, they'll they'll come together. Um yeah, go out and you know be creative. And I think that if you're if you're making a gift, even if it's not a great gift, but is made with a heart, you know, even if it's a failure from a heart, it's gonna be it's gonna be better received than, than just whatever is on sale.
0: Absolutely, it's great. How much, how much fun could we have just getting out in the shop and, and making something for somebody? Seriously, I mean, come on. Yeah,
2: it's a gift to myself most of the time, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, sweetie, I'm busy. I'm I'm making a present.
1: <laughs> i tell you what i had uh i had you know my, my son in there we actually were trying to get three videos done uh you know uh yesterday when i did that that ornament video um and that was just like sort of this last minute thing i thought it'd be really cool to, to have him enter it and and you know and so we were trying to get all this stuff done we've got a sticker video we're working on with because he's been trading stickers with all these guys and, and trying to come up with a way to collect these and show off the stickers and say thank you and uh, stuff, and it was, uh, there were the times it that it was, like, a little bit like, oh, man, I'm, but then it's just so much fun to, to be in there, because, you know, I've, I've got in my head, like, we have to get this stuff done, and then Vance is just got like, oh, let's go feed the turkeys, you know, and, just, and, uh, <laughs> and it's just, it's so nice, too, to, like, like you were saying, spending time in the shop with your family, and, and, uh, and this is now what it's really all about.
2: Agreed. Okay, boys, what are we watching?
0: Well, I'll start, um, um, in fact, I'll start but also continue with what we were just talking about some gift ideas and a maker in our group, as I, I tend to do, Mr. David Gagne. <laughs>
2: you guys know what that means, right? Gagne means winner.
0: Oh, I thought oh, you yeah?
2: were happy he left. <laughs> no, it means winner. That's what that guy is. Please
0: continue. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, I was, just, I was just thinking about it. He's starting to pop out these little videos that are just amazing. He's got his channel going on, so we all need to uh, subscribe and like and, and watch him. But a couple of ideas that um, he's given me that anybody could try, and I've seen this and I've done this a little bit, is um, old uh, silverware Mm. sculpture-type things, making fun thing. I've seen people make rings and necklaces and little figures and paper t- uh, uh, napkin-holder-type things. I mean, how much stuff could you Wind play chimes. with? Wind chimes, all mm. kinds of stuff. And another neat, super neat idea that I'm actually honored that he actually did it with me and you and a lot of us is he's gotten sawdust and put it in jars with our picture mm. in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like... Uh, I feel like a superstar when he, when he asked me to <laughs> send him some, some sawdust. But what a neat idea you can do as far as a gift for somebody. Maybe it's just something simple as that is uh, putting your kid's picture in a little jar with some sawdust on it and, you know, giving it to grandma. It's like, you know, Junior was out in the shop and they sanded some wood and this is what you get is the wood dust. But anyway, I'm just, you know. So anyway, right,
2: shavings is cool for that one too.
0: Right, right, but so, yeah, so that's my, what I'm watching uh, is check out David Gagne. His last one where he made the um, silverware sculpture, so to speak, was pretty, pretty damn cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. That was uh,
0: that was pretty hardcore. Yeah, really was. <laughs> the metal music
2: and, and the knife and fork Jesus, I was like, whoa, that is awesome.
0: It, it doesn't get much better than that. That was David. intense.
1: David, he lives about 20 minutes down the road from me, and he is a super cool and kind guy. And uh, I'm, I'm honored to call him my friend. I get to hang out with him and, uh, and whatnot. I actually had him in my one of my videos. I went to his shop and filmed some working in there. And he's a, yeah, super, super creative guy, so absolutely worth checking his stuff out. And he was saying to me, we were talking about it months and months ago, he was saying how he wanted to start making videos, but he wasn't sure because he didn't want to just make videos for the sake of making them. He wanted to have, like a, like, a place and a reason for doing them. And, uh, and I think he's finding his uh, – with just these very clever, short little little things that he's doing are just amazing oh, and funny. Yeah,
0: they're awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I love that because they're, they're nothing but entertainment. From the minute you push play until it's done, it's like just a couple of minutes of entertainment that's that's kind of badass. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, and his ideas are great, you know. And, and also uh, on the sawdust thing – um, that I thought that was, I think that's super cool, like that idea. But uh, I wanted to point out, so many other makers might want to do this, but sometimes when I have a custom order for a customer that I like, I will save sawdust from the project, and I'll put it in a nice little, I have these little, um, I got this box of test tubes once. I put the sawdust in the test tube, and I use all the different, like the planar shavings and all the fine sawdust from the, from the palm sanders, and I do like a, um, what is it, like a relief almost, like a, an archaeological dig of all the different. Yeah, sediment. Yeah, and, uh, and cork it and give it to them with their table.
0: Uh, Dude, like, that is that's brilliant. I love
1: that. Yeah, the people that are into it, you know, what I mean, some some customers could care less, but then there's some customers that are sort of okay. into it and they want to see pictures along the way and stuff. So that's a, something you guys can can do. It's a way of adding a little, little uh, extra value to your work.
2: What what kind of projects are you including that with? You're not not like the piano key stuff, more like the bigger stuff.
1: Yeah, no, like the big custom order things. Okay. Uh, because you know, if someone's you know, like a two thousand dollar dining table or something like,
2: like okay. that, that uh, makes you know sense. what I
1: mean, or like you know something like, big, yeah, not. Not small jobs, obviously. What are you watching, Phil?
2: I'm watching uh, this guy, can't remember his name, but the channel is called Homesteadonomics, and mm. he does more than just making, he, like, he is a homesteader, so he does all kinds of stuff. He does like the chicken coops, and he does like, uh, beehives, and camping, and stuff for his kids, but he does a lot of making stuff, and one of my favorite videos that he's done, and I've probably seen it three or four times, he does an axe handle with pallet wood, but it's like laminated. There's a whole bunch of different ones. There's some hardwood and softwood mixed in, and he actually got a really, really cool result out of it. So I'll post the link to that um, on our website. But uh, this guy Homesteadonomics, uh, he does some really, really cool stuff, and I'm excited by it, thinking about what he's doing because it's all about sustainability. So, you know, he's like self-sufficient. He's harvesting rainwater. You know, uh, I think he's off the grid as well. So it's it's really interesting stuff.
0: Wow, well, that sounds cool. It does
1: sound
2: cool. I'll try to get him into the group. Actually, I like to I like to rope these guys in.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention someone who's in the group, but I believe he's pretty new. I think he just founded uh, via or via however you want to pronounce that this podcast, uh, and he's on my brain right now because I'm actually scheduled to chat with him tonight for he's writing a paper uh, for his master's thesis or whatever. But it's uh, Bill Van Lu or William Van Lu. I think it's Bill Van Lu is his, um, yeah. his YouTube channel and uh, super nice guy. I've known him for a little while, uh, he doesn't. Make videos quite as often as I do, or whatever, because he has like a million other things he's always doing. It seems he was doing some very interesting um, uh, vlogging uh, over the summer with some of these things he does in the community with kids and making and stuff, and really, really high quality uh, video put together. And he's been building this workshop in his in his house out of all reclaimed materials. His video quality is, is is top shelf. His making skills are top shelf, and he's a super nice guy. So um, I would recommend checking him out. And, uh, and being a little bit inspired by his very cool and compassionate like viewpoint of the world.
0: Well, I'll take the so, opportunity to say uh, welcome to the group on air. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah. Welcome, Bill. Uh, you know, I've actually, uh, before you know I was doing videos, I, I was watching them, and uh, beginners should definitely check out his stuff, because what, some of his videos were uh, rebuilding one of these craftsman table saws, you know, like the ones that everybody recommends getting off Craigslist. I think it's the uh, the 113, so it's yeah. like between the the 80s Delta Contractor Saw and the Craftsman 113, you're getting yourself a cast iron top table saw for a hundred bucks. So those are the ones that seem to be, you know, the most popular. And and he uh, he did a whole deconstruction and then reconstruction, uh, you know, and really really well explained about the about the 113. So if anyone's uh, you know getting into this stuff for the first time, that's a good one to check out.
1: Yeah, because he's a, he's a teacher, you know, and he has that, that way of really explaining things well, you know, and and right. that's what makes his stuff so interesting. It's like you know, you're just like just learning. He's just really engrossing like that.
2: Yeah, it's great. Okay, let's move into uh, what we're doing on our own channels. Uh, Tim, don't you I mean we hinted about it, but why don't you talk about stuff that you can talk about. Um,
1: well, yeah, I mean I'm I'm continuing to do my. My thing, I just posted last week the my anti-Black Friday, <laughs> my Boycott Black Friday video, and now I can actually talk about it. I made a, if you haven't seen it, I made a flying V-shaped ukulele. Um, and uh, you can learn more about that by watching the video. And there's also some of my previous anti-Black Friday videos of other gift ideas that you could check out. Like I made last year, I made a pair of stilts out of all-hand tools and some other stuff. But my whole, there's all sorts of gift ideas on my whole channel, so go check it out. I make these really cool little business card holders. Um, out of pallet wood and stuff. Uh, those are nice gifts, um, and I'm sure I got something else that I can't think of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How about what about you, Bill?
0: Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I got my advance Maker video uh, started, uh, a few commission pieces, but I'm I'm actually going to Chicago next for a week next week, and um, so that's going to put a, a hamper. So I'm trying to get some stuff done to actually post that video and, and do some stuff, and I'll be able to um, remotely do this next Monday by the way they
2: okay. have the internet in
0: Chicago I, I don't know I've never been farther than Utah before so this was a very new experience for me
2: okay look into we'll
0: that Just come all the way to Connecticut you're halfway there <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I you know I've been thinking about it and um, um, like I was saying before that I, I don't put out as many videos as I would like and I don't really have a schedule for it well I decided that uh, coming with the new year one of my uh, resolutions is going to be trying to Do a little bit more on that. I'm having way too much fun trying to put out videos to not take advantage of it. And if I organize it a little bit better and and maybe just um, get some other things revamped in my life, I can actually do a little bit more of that. It's just too much fun, and I'm I'm getting so much feedback from our group and uh, from you guys about wanting to do that. So that's that's my commitment is to try and get more shop time to be able to make videos. You know. For the coming year,
2: awesome. Let's awesome. see what you do. Yeah, awesome. What I'm doing is just uh, continuing on with the same stuff I keep talking about <laughs> the Etsy orders and the and the Rubo Bench. But what I do want to talk about uh, for my little uh, little segment is that I've been doing these these Periscope sessions and I've got a a loyal following of about five really cool dudes who uh, who watch what I do from time to time. Like I'll I'll spend maybe a couple hours. Uh, during the week on there. So if you want to check it out, if you want to see what I'm doing on there, very interactive, and I answer all kinds of questions from everything from uh, from business to computers to making. So check it out. It's uh, it's at Phil Pinsky.
0: I, I popped into one or two of those. It, it's, it's fun. I wish I had more time to be able to do that. I haven't even downloaded the app yet. I guess so,
1: I'm, I'm, so many other things. It's so hard to think about trying to do one more, you know.
2: Well, I do it whenever I'm not. Well, I have to spend time, you know, in the shop building stuff because I've got orders to fulfill. So, um, as long as I'm not videoing for a video, you know, it doesn't. It. I mean, maybe it slows me down 10, 15 percent. So not a huge amount. And and it's really fun to get some feedback on some of the things that I'm doing and to and to really interact with people. It's. Uh, I actually find it to be a lot of fun. Cool. So that's Absolutely. good. I think we're going we're gonna to sort of round up the show now, but I think we should be talking about uh, iTunes one more time. Uh, guys, it really, really helps to get out there. It takes only a few minutes to leave a review, and we really, really appreciate it. And lastly, I just want to mention the Patreon page uh, one more time. Uh, as Tim so eloquently put it at the beginning of the show, uh, you know we love doing this, and we want to be able to continue doing it, but the, the cost of doing this right uh, you know do exist and they are there so we can only do this with your support and we appreciate anything you could possibly uh, toss our way because we're uh, you know we're committed to doing this and we're committed to doing it well
0: i think it's pretty amazing i mean h- how honored are we to be able to even say that you know it's like thank you for those who have helped us on patreon you know please support it we're this is so much fun you guys thank you for uh, the whole podcast idea to have people out there that want to hear more of what we have to say or probably just what you two have to say I, i'm you know, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah,
2: I know.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and we also, you know, we have our our uh, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com is uh, where you can also find links to all these things that we're talking about, and uh, and you can contact us via that or via I don't which way do you say that? I, I say via. Okay, via East Coast. <laughs> hey. uh, you can contact us via that that site as well, and uh, and you know if you have suggestions or comments or complaints about what we're doing, uh, please contact us. Let us know.
0: Yeah, communicate with us. I mean, it would be, it'd be really fun to start getting some uh, uh, feedback. We, we could all use to either learn what you have to think or suggestions you might have, uh, show topic ideas, anything. Let's, let's hear from you guys.
1: There's a lot of really, really smart and creative and talented people out there, and there's just three of us, so we would love to tap into you guys as well. Absolutely.
2: All right, thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Happy making for gifts for people because that's what we want you to do. Yay, go.
1: And we'll talk at you next week. Be good.